Podcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 114 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm honored to have you join us. As you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. Last week, I asked you about your success stories with technology in 2022. Thank you for sharing. Here are some of the success stories worth celebrating that you shared. Tim in Australia shared, This year, which has just come to a close for our school here in Melbourne, I pushed some boundaries in my very traditional school. As a primary teacher, I wanted to connect my students to the world through digital channels. We are traditionally a very low-tech school. I convinced our leadership team to invest in a set of iPads early this year, and we used these in my class daily. It became a hub of sharing amongst our teachers and I became a lighthouse for supporting teachers in what is possible. We didn't get a lot of traction in terms of others doing things, but we have increased capacity in our staff and our students have connected through multiple tech tools and opportunities. As a result, I've secured another pot of iPads to be purchased for 2023 and I've also been given two hours a week of release time to support other staff in building out their confidence and to establish an EdTech roadmap and strategy for success. Craig, I'll be using your tips and advice for this podcast to help, and I might just pick your brain in other areas here too. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to share. Wow, Tim, firstly, congrats. This is amazing news. You should be so proud of what you've achieved. It might not seem like much, but this is the hardest thing to do in a culture like you are living in. You'll see things go in leaps and bounds in 2023, I'm sure, thanks to your grinding hard work. For anything you need, as I said before in my reply to you in an email, don't hesitate to reach out. I can't wait to see what you do throughout 2023. Carl in South Korea shared with me, I've recently moved to a new school here in Seoul in August, and as a middle leader, my focus has been on relationship building and learning how things work. I've been incorporating the use of Mentimeter and Padlet into my relationship building to gain valuable formative feedback from teachers to help inform my decision-making processes. As a leader, it's easy to identify the changes that need to happen, but coming in and making significant changes without consultation and buy-in was not what I wanted to do. Using these two simple tech tools has helped me collate information and data from the teachers that I will use as the basis of change management over the coming 18 months, informed from teachers and driven from their desire to change. Thank you so much for sharing, Carl. It's great to hear some of my favorite tech tools being used. They're so powerful and impactful. I love how you're using them to guide decision-making processes and empowering your faculty to get on board the change. Keep it up. And finally, Leandra from Abu Dhabi shared, I don't often share my successes and celebrate them publicly, but your encouragement has brought me out of my shell in the comforting space that you've created. Thank you for providing this, Craig. Whether you know it or not, it's made a difference. 
As an experienced international educator, I've worked in four different countries for over 15 years outside of the US. I've worked across multiple curriculums and multiple leadership styles. I've been at my current school now for five years and absolutely love the culture that's being built here. Being a part of driving this culture has been my biggest success. In particular, our digital strategy. We've worked hard to build a culture of sharing and respect. Since implementing this strategy last year, we've seen massive strides in our faculty's capacity and competence with their use of technology. We've recently moved from being a Microsoft school to a Google school in the past year, and this has been a hard transition, but building slow and incremental steps has helped us focus on building capacity in our staff and community. Our strategy is now focused on outward sharing, and we're changing the way that staff share so that it's not just the confident and capable people doing the leading, but now the late adopters and laggards too. We're seeing shifts in confidence levels and risk-taking with technology because of what you describe as the teacher next door model. The ability to have our teachers sharing to each other in the comforts of their own classrooms and then opening doors and encouraging teachers to observe, watch, learn and show. It's been an exciting few months seeing our vision become a reality, which is starting to show in current retention rates of new staff too. I look forward to sharing more updates on this in the coming months and maybe sharing more with you on our journey in the future. Thank you again. Wow, Leandra, thank you so much for sharing. This has sent shivers down my spine, and reading this again now has made me feel extremely proud of you. Your journey is inspirational and just goes to show that anything's possible in any environment if you plan, build culture, and influence strategy. Keep up the incredible work. I'm definitely going to be in touch to get you in the show later next year to chat with me about your journey so everyone can learn from you. Thank you again and congratulations on the change. Thank you to everyone who shared and the confidence to share with our growing community. Don't hesitate to connect, share and help others in their journey too. This week, I wanted to ask you about your holiday season's plans for rest and rejuvenation. What are you going to do to look after your own well-being? I'd love to hear from you. Please share with us via our Ignite EdTech platforms. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is FrameVR. FrameVR is a website that lets people communicate and collaborate in a 3D space as avatars from a browser on a desktop, mobile, or VR. Besides voice chat, text chat, webcam, and screen share, Frame lets you customize your 3D space with tons of different kinds of content. People use Frame in a lot of creative ways, including interactive online classes, remote team meetings, sales demonstrations involving 360 photos, 3D models, and more, online conferences, panels, exhibitions, and creating persistent social online spaces. Anytime you bring an asset into Frame, you are bringing it into a scene. You can create more scenes and then move between them. It's sort of like a version of a PowerPoint slide, but for the metaverse. Scenes give you a way to transition between your content in a 3D space. When someone changes the scene, it will change for everyone in the frame. In frame, you can build a virtual classroom or entire campus in 3D and give your students an interactive virtual learning environment in the browser. Frame is a metaverse created by teachers for teachers. Frame makes it easy for you to create your own piece of the metaverse, an interactive, powerful alternative to a traditional website. You can import tons of content from 3D models, 360 photos, webcam, screen share, and more. 
It's accessible on all sorts of platforms and can be white labeled and put on a custom URL. You can have hundreds of users in a world and link multiple worlds together. It is the easiest way to get started in the metaverse world. I love the potential of this as we move to a more connected world where we own the content and the learning. I highly recommend that you take a look at the link in the description below. Learn.framevr.io Last week, I shared my thoughts on screen time and parent training in your schools. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to touch briefly on the upcoming break and the future plans for this podcast. Next week will be our last episode for 2022, and we'll be back in your airways from February 2023. We'll make some small adjustments to the way the podcast operates and the features that we show, but we'll still be focused on edtech. We'll start moving into the professional learning, growth and development space to align more with our vision for EduSpark, but the developments are going to be positive and easy in a direction. This podcast is and always will be free and accessible to anyone, anywhere, at any time. If you have ideas for the podcast, things you want to see, or have feedback on the current shows, I'd love to hear from you as we refine this to suit our audience's needs next year. It's a real pleasure to be able to provide free and meaningful, just-in-time learning to the hundreds of you who listen every week. Thank you for your commitment, your feedback, and your ideas. I couldn't do it without you. To learn more, please connect and follow us on your social channels of choice, and don't hesitate to reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you an interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Brent Coley. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Brent Coley. Brent has been an educator in California for over 25 years as both a teacher and leader. He's a huge advocate for collaboration and sharing, and this is how I connected with him via his amazing sharing on Twitter. He's also a published author, podcast host, and public speaker. Brent, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? Absolutely, Craig. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely, mate. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? All right. Well, my current role, my I am a coordinator of elementary education in Southern California. Um, first year in that position for the last nine years, I was a principal of an elementary school. Two years before that, I was an assistant principal at the middle school level, and I taught fourth and fifth grade for 15 years before that. So this is year 27 for me in education. And what inspires me to do what I do? The, the people around me, really. I mean, when I was on on site, it was, it was the kids, it was the staff. I, I just absolutely love working with people. And I have a huge passion for for sharing. So many people along my career, along the road of my career have aided me by freely sharing things. And I just really believe in the power of of paying that forward. So it's one of the reasons why I love doing podcasting. I'm thrilled to, to chat with you today and, and my website and the book and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's what inspires me. P- people, really. <laughs> yeah, I love it. it. Really cool listening to you talk about that because you've worked as both a teacher and a leader over the past 25 years. And, and when it comes to 
technology integration, I'm curious, what have been the biggest and most positive changes that you've seen? Well, I mean, there, there, there certainly have been a lot of changes over over the course of the last quarter century. As I was thinking about this, I think probably the biggest change and the most positive change for me, for me personally, but I think for a lot of people is it's the the advances in technology. And I don't, I'm not talking about things like augmented reality or virtual reality, though that's amazing. I'm thinking more simply in terms of the simplicity of content creation, how much easier it is for, for you, for the fact that you and I are having this conversation right now. I mean, I'm in Southern California, in the United States, and you're down under. I mean, it's just, but we're having this conversation, which is fantastic. But website, for example, uh, in 1998, I I wanted to build a classroom website for my for my fourth grade class, and I did that. But to do so, I had to I had to learn software. I had to self teach myself software. I had to get hosting space for my district's web server. I had to learn how to do all of that, and it was it was a lot of work to do that. Now I had a passion to do that, so I was able to. But there was a lot to it, and a lot of people at that time like. Nobody had websites because it wasn't easy to do. Fast forward to today, and now you've got these drag and drop websites that pretty much anybody and everybody can create a website in a matter of minutes uh, without knowing any code, without knowing any software. It's, it's amazing. Students are able to do that. Uh, teachers, leaders are able to do that. I just That amazes me. Podcasting is another example, what you and I are doing right now. Uh, in the early 2000s, I, I had a student podcast with with my fifth graders, which was awesome. It's one of the things that I missed the most about being in the classroom. But as we created those those podcasts, the students would record, and then the back end work was so laborious. I loved it. Once again, I had a passion for it, so I was willing to put those extra steps in. But I. You had to take the MP3 file, and after mixing it all together, I had to create a blog, and I had to upload the <laughs> upload it to the blog in order to get the RSS feed to give to iTunes. And all. most people would not be willing to do that. And I don't say that in terms, I was a freak. I was a geek <laughs> that I loved doing that. And most people didn't have the time to do that. So, but nowadays we're doing this right now. You can create a podcast with something like the Anchor app on your phone, literally in a matter of seconds with a couple of taps and you can put content available to everyone in the world. So I just, I just think what it's done in terms of global sharing and collaboration and the ability to work with others and share with others and create, it's not just technology is no longer a consumption medium. It's a, it's, it's a creation medium. And just the ease of that, it just is so exciting for me. I couldn't agree more. And I love that, you know, that tie in that you've just talked about with creation over consumption and we're moving into that space in a big way and you know you've touched on podcasting here Bryn you're a podcast host yourself you know you share regularly about stories from the world of education tell us about this and where we can find your channel oh yeah I, I like I, I mentioned I, I used to podcast with my students and it's one of the things that I that I, I enjoyed the most and missed the most so when I when I left the classroom to move into a a leadership and administration role. I wanted to continue doing that. So my podcast is called Teaching Tales. And basically, I am a huge believer in the power of storytelling. I think that um, 
and there's 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 brain research that 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 when you listen to a story, it actually it produces chemicals in the brain that increase focus, attention, and and recollection. So it's it's one of the best teaching strategies there is. So that's really what I try to do in each episode. I've got over a hundred episodes uh, where I, I have a guest on in each episode, and we just share we share stories from the world of education and each each episode has a theme so for example i've i've had john carippo on who one of the authors of the edu protocols book and we talk about building culture so he shares his stories and i can share some of my stories about how we can build school culture i've we've had guests on talking about uh, how the importance of building relationships and, and and it's not just it's not just theory it's what i enjoy about it is they're able to share their real life experiences, those stories. I mean, I've, I've had my daughter on, who's a, a senior in college right now. I've had my dad on. I've had my, I've had everyone but my mom, <laughs> I think, on from from my family. And it's just, I just absolutely love doing it because I think every episode is different, and every episode I, I hope is it's real because they're it's it's real life stories. So you can find that on my website at, at brentcoley.com. Um, again, it's called Teaching Tales. It's on all the major, it's in iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or you can listen directly on the podcast page at, at brentcoley.com. Awesome. And we'll make sure all of the links to that are in the podcast notes as well, Brent. On top of all of the stuff you're doing, you're actually a published author as well. Tell us about your books and, and why we should be engaging in them. Oh, well, thank you for the opportunity. I, Growing up, it was always a bucket list thing to write a book. And I've actually written two now. And the first book that I wrote was not really the one that I thought I would write. Uh, my first book is called, it's, it's for teachers. It's called Stories of Edu Influence, which is kind of a term that I put together. I'm, as I mentioned, I'm I'm so passionate about sharing stories and the power of stories and also the impact that we as educators, regardless of position, whether you're principal, uh, an instructional assistant, the cafeteria worker, a teacher, it, it doesn't matter. We all have just amazing power. I call it edu influence to impact those we serve. And over 25 years, I've got a lot of stories to tell. So what I try to do in the book was take stories from my experience. So it's real. It, there's nothing made up in here. Take stories from my experience in the classroom and the front office and use those to remind readers that they make a difference, um, that you're going to have those hard days where you're coming home and you're like, gosh, what, what am I doing? Am I making a difference? And my hope and my prayer for the book is that it reminds you, yeah, you, you are making a difference. One reader called it um, "Chicken Soup for the Teacher's Soul." So that's that's the book about um, for teachers. It's called "Stories of Edu Influence." And then just this past July, a couple months ago, I published a, a children's book, which was actually it's called "The Gift." And this was actually the book that I thought I would write my whole life. I started writing it 25 years ago, and I'd had a finished draft for about 10 years. And a year ago, I thought, you know what? With the self-publishing route, uh, something that's doable now, I, I reached out to a, a friend who's an artist. And for the last year, we worked together. He did some amazing illustrations for that. It's a story. It's 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 a it's kind of a cross. It's not a picture book like where there's one sentence in a picture, that type thing, but it's not a full-blown uh, chapter book either. It's kind of between those two. 
uh, about 50 pages with illustrations for ages eight and up. It's the story of a 12-year-old boy named Quinn who who's an orphan, and his life has been one heartbreak after another. And until a strange visitor visits his village and his life changes. And it's a story that it's got adventure, but more than that, it's, it's, I've tried to infuse values of perseverance and, and hope and faith in there. Something that could be read as a, as a read aloud in classes or at bedtime at night. So I'm really proud of it. I'm, I'm excited that I was able to, uh, to finally took a quarter century to get it out there, but but I'm 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 happy with with how it turned out, and that's that's available. Both of them are available on um, on Amazon. Uh, the links are also on my website at brentcoley.com. Brent, let's jump into some quick fire questions. The first thing that comes to your head, and maybe a brief why. What's your favorite edtech book or resource? Gosh, there's a tough one right now. There's so many resources that I that I absolutely love. Twitter, you mentioned. I I, I just the the to collaborate, but right now I would say Canva. I, I just I've I've fallen in love with Canva and the ability to create um, engaging graphics and and presentations and and videos and things like that. I'm actually signed up to do a, a webinar to learn even more about it tomorrow. So Canva, I, I love Canva. I love it. And then on in the same sort of space, what's another go-to edtech tool that you use all the time that you think the listeners should be trying? There, there's, I'm going to try to get this in 20 seconds. The first one is it's an online staff handbook and it's not so much a tool as an idea that you can do it in a Google doc. Just think of it's a hyper doc where you have put in one place, all of the resources that teachers support staff front office need from substitute forms to calendars, to duty schedules, Anything and everything that teachers need, put in one place. One, whether it's a Google Doc, whether it's a OneNote notebook, anything like that. I've got a tutorial and we can share the link, bit.ly slash hub tutorial video. It's a YouTube video that I created that, that would show you all about that. And the second one, just if I can, if I may, throw a bonus one in here. It's a website called Glide, glideapps.com. It's what it does is it allows you to take a Google spreadsheet and turn it into an app for your phone, literally in about five minutes for free. It is, it is amazing. So I would, I would uh, recommend glideapps.com. Have somebody check that out. And in the show notes, I've got a video for that as well that we can, we can drop in there that that'll kind of show you how you can use that. Absolutely. And we'll make sure that's uh, available for everyone. Brent, what's one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy, progress and succeed in your career? I've recently been with my new position down at our district office is is trying to exercise before work in the morning, which is gets the day off to a good start. But but honestly, more than that, uh, for me, it's it's just taking uh, daily time for for prayer and to try to remind myself that <laughs> why I'm doing what I'm doing and to, to spend time to really center me and, and start my day off right. That's it's too busy and too hard a job to to do without that for me. No, thanks for sharing all of that. Brent, you've given us so many nuggets of wisdom, ideas, resources today. I know that the listeners are going to want to follow and connect with you. What's the best way for them to do that? I would love to connect with with your listeners. Uh, again, my website is kind of the central central hub there, brentcoley.com. It's B-R-E-N-T-C-O-L-E-Y.com. 
Uh, and I'm also very active in, on Twitter. And that's my, my handle is at Brent Coley. So brentcoley.com or at Brent Coley are probably the best ways. And all of the resources in terms of some of the tutorial videos that I mentioned and the books and the podcast link, it's all, it's all on my website. Awesome. Brent, thank you so much for your time today. Craig, I, I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. I enjoyed chatting with you. Next week, join me for episode 115 of the Ignite EdTech podcast, when I'm joined by Jason Lane for the last episode of 2022. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow us and share the podcast with your PLN and colleagues. Please remember to spend a few minutes to rate this podcast too on your podcast channel of choice so we can reach even more educators and edtech enthusiasts globally. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.